Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Since I've been working with e-commerce entrepreneurs like you, one of the most common struggles I see is around creating an email marketing calendar. So I'm super excited to dive into this with you today. And I definitely recommend you grab a pen and paper if you can. Today's conversation is going to be mostly high level. So if you want more information about the actual content to put in your emails, check out episodes 31 and 32 of the podcast for some specific content ideas. The link for those episodes are in the show notes. They're going to come in handy when you have some holes to fill up in your email marketing content calendar. And one other thing I want you to keep in mind, it'll be much easier to map out your content when you have a general sense of how many emails you're going to send per week. The right number for you will depend a lot on your product, the size of your list, your bandwidth, etc. But at a minimum, try and send one email per week. You can do more if it warrants it or if you have the capacity to do so. You can even send up to four or five emails per week if it makes sense for your business. But like I said, there are a lot of variables that go into this decision, so at least start with one per week. Now, the first thing you're going to want is a calendar. I like to create a monthly calendar in a Google Sheet so I can see an entire month at a glance. And using the Google Sheet makes it really easy to copy and paste and move things around. Once you have your topics laid out, you can then transfer it into a project management tool if you have a process you use with your team or you just want to better manage your own due dates and tasks. In terms of how far in advance you want to plan, you can start off just doing monthly plans and then work your way up to quarterly when you're in the swing of things. And remember, nothing is set in stone. The idea is to have a high-level general outline to work from so you're not scrambling at the last minute for content ideas. So while I do suggest you have a rough idea about the content you're going to send, you don't necessarily have to create everything right away. All right, so get yourself set up with a calendar and start by filling it in with all the important dates. So this is going to include your national holidays, your social media holidays like National Donut Day or International Cat Day. And then I want you to layer in dates that are important for your business. This could include new product drops, any virtual events you're holding, and if you have weekly pillar content like a blog post or a live video anything that's pertinent to your business specifically. So for example, if you drop a blog post every Tuesday, you can automatically fill that in on your calendar to share the post with your email subscribers on Tuesdays. If you know that you're dropping a new collection of items on a particular date or launching a new marketing campaign like for Valentine's Day, go ahead and add that to your calendar as well. 
Then figure out which holidays, national and social media, make sense for your business. Maybe you're going to have a sale for President's Day, or you've got products with donuts printed on them and you want to feature them for National Donut Day. Or maybe you're just super obsessed with donuts and that's kind of part of your online persona and so you know that you want to talk about it. Once you've got all of these dates marked on the calendar and you know which dates you're going to create content around, then you can start plugging in the actual emails you're going to send. Start out with the obvious, like the emails you're going to send on the actual day. This can be the pillar content like we mentioned and the actual holiday or promotional kickoff. But some of those mini campaigns are going to need more than one email to really make an impact. So start reverse engineering what additional emails you want to send. Let's use a new product launch as an example. Just showing up in their inbox on the day the product is live might not be enough to really catch their interest. You'll want to prime them ahead of time and get them excited so that when the new product drops, they're already warm and ready to purchase. So how do you do this? By teasing them early. Two weeks is a great time frame to get people's interest peaked. You don't want to do it too far ahead, otherwise they might lose interest or get fatigued before the product even launches. Now, if you're a brand new business and haven't even launched yet, then you'll definitely want to start further out. But in terms of a new product in an existing business, let's lay out what a two-week product launch period would look like for email marketing. Start with a pre-launch email two weeks before the product is going to drop. How much information you put in this email is really up to you. Maybe you want to reveal the product completely, but maybe you just want to hint at what it is. Teasing them just a bit gives you a great opportunity to engage your audience and make the launch process fun and drive engagement. For example, you can post about it on social media and ask them to guess what the new product is. Or you can ask them to reply to your email with their guests. Pro tip, when someone replies to your emails, it's a great engagement signal to the email service providers that your subscribers really want to read your emails. So you've got the first email you're going to send and then the one you'll send on the day it launches. But what about the two-week period between those dates? How often do you want to repeat your message and what else can you say? Some of this is going to depend on the overall engagement of your list, but let's lay out a rough plan. So the first email will be your initial pre-launch email where you tease the product. I would also resend this email two-ish days later with a new subject line to whoever didn't open it the first time. So email one is going to be your pre-launch email where you tease the product. Then two to three days later, you're going to resend that pre-launch email to anyone that didn't open it the first time with a new subject line. Then the following week, I'd send two more emails. Who I send it to is going to depend a bit on the engagement I'm seeing from the list. The more engagement, the harder I'm going to lean in. For instance, let's say I've got a group of people who have opened two of the three emails that I've already sent about this. I'm going to continue sending to them because they've shown me through their behavior and the data that they're interested in what I have to say and want to learn more. When it comes to my non-openers, I'm still going to try and resend those messages with new subject lines on a different day and time to see if I can get them to open. But if I've sent them three emails at this point and they haven't engaged with any of them, it might be time to back off. 
I will, however, still send them the actual launch email when the product is available. I honestly make the majority of these decisions in the thick of things as I'm getting feedback through the data, and there's always a little bit of intuition at play as well. I always start with a basic framework that I'm going to follow, but if the numbers are showing me something isn't working, I'll back off, and if the numbers are good, I'll probably lean in more. Email marketing is part art, part science. When it comes to figuring out the actual content, there's a lot of different angles you can take here and I recommend mixing them in and testing it all out. Some quick ideas for you are behind the scenes of creating or making the product, why you created it in the first place, any reviews or testimonials you might have from beta testers, etc. Now, if you didn't plan for this ahead of time, you might not have content for it right now. Moving forward, Start documenting your processes along the way. So for instance, if you're a boutique that buys items at wholesale and then resells them, document your buying process. Whether you're visiting showrooms, going to trade shows, or even just finding new vendors online. Not only is this great content to share on social while you're going through the process, but it's content you can then repurpose into these pre-launch emails. You can even take it a step further and involve your followers in the process by having them vote on products through Instagram stories, choosing colors or patterns, etc. And even if it's too late for someone to chime in by the time you send them the email with that repurposed content, it's a great way to create some FOMO and encourage them to follow along on social so they can be part of the process next time. Once you have a solid foundation and system here, you can just rinse and repeat the process. Okay, so let's recap really quick before we move on to the last step. So first you're plotting out all your national holidays, silly holidays, and important business dates like product launches and pillar content. Then you're going to reverse engineer your pre-launch runways for those important dates. Once you've gone through that, you'll see that your calendar is likely pretty filled up and now you just have a few gaps to fill in. This is where you're going to want to do things like add value or surprise and delight your customers. For today's purposes, I'm going to talk a little high level, but if you want some specific email ideas to send, listen to episodes 31 and 32 of the podcast for that. When you're thinking of what to send to your customers, I want you to ask yourself these questions. What are you going through right now that she is too? How do you incorporate your own product into your life and what has that meant for you? What feedback or stories have your customers shared with you about using your product? What would you talk about if you were in person with them? And what else are they searching for answers to that's related to your product. Once you've got the answers to these questions, you can create content around it to use in your email marketing. Going back to your calendar, you can then just add these topics to the weeks where you don't have anything else particular to send. By the time you do all of this, you might figure out that you're even sending two to three emails per week, and that could be a really great thing. If you're wondering the best day to send these emails, ultimately that's gonna take some testing. But I would look at the days where you have the highest sales volume and start there. That data is already telling you when your customer is most likely to buy. Okay, so what's the moral of the story today? Here's the biggest takeaways I want you to have about creating an email marketing calendar. Plan ahead. This is going to make your life so much easier. 
If you've been listening to me for a while, when it comes to planning anything in your business, I always encourage you to just start with the important dates. This is going to create an outline for you to work from. Two, don't be afraid to repeat yourself. When we talked about the pre-launch of a particular product, we're sending multiple emails about this one particular product or collection. And three, add value. Not every email has to be about the hard sell. So when you don't have anything specific going on in your business, just focus on having a conversation and connecting with your audience. How are you feeling right now? My hope is that you feel excited and empowered to go sit down and create your own email marketing calendar because you know it's not as hard as you thought. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to screenshot you listening to it and tag me on your Instagram story. That type of feedback lets me know you're finding value in my content. And if you really want to do me a solid, I'd love for you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And speaking of content... If there's ever anything specific you'd like me to cover on the podcast, DM me on Instagram. I'm always open to hearing ideas from you because, babe, I do this for you. Okay, e-commerce friend, thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope this was helpful and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.